everyone. Welcome to Tarot Talk with Shannon and Kathy. Hey. Hey there. Happy Friday. If it's Friday when you're listening to this. This is the show where we talk about a bunch of horror stuff. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You saw something about disturbing films. Oh, I, I there's a list here. I'm not sure if I agree with all these, but I'm going to go through Fair. them with us, with all of you. 15 scariest horror movies that are too disturbing, or excuse me, yeah, too disturbing to rewatch. Sure. Story <laughs> by Hannah Saab. I got a few of those. Let's start with the first one. You and I watched this with Discord. This, this is the movie Host from 2020. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, that Th- that's the pandemic one where they're oh, on Zoom. Yeah. Oh, that that one. Sorry, there's another movie called. Yeah, never mind. I was I mean, thinking of a different movie. But what really? That's yeah. not that scary. No, I mean, I mean it, it had, was scary it when we watched jump it. Scares, but it was scary when we watched it because we were all stuck in home. Like it was a very culturally appropriate I think movie. So. But I don't think it's so going to maybe translate. situationally. Yeah, I don't think it's going to translate to the future. But anyway, no. all right. Number one, <laughs> Sinister. It's, it's a scary movie. It's a scary movie, but I've rewatched it because it's like a good scare. Many times, yeah. Yeah, so disagree. <laughs> Embarrassingly enough, I have not seen this, and I and I have to add it to my list, but The Witch 2015 with Anna T- Taylor-Joy. Yeah, great movie. Anya Taylor-Joy. I've rewatched me. it, though. Um, okay, so that's a disagree? Yeah. Okay, so far. Hereditary. Ah, I can see that. <laughs> that's a yes for me. I could see that, yeah. I have not rewatched it since I first saw it. I want to, though, because I want to do an Ari Aster episode. Ugh, you're going to make point. me watch Midsommar again. Well, I mean, I love him. I think he's brilliant. He's just. I know. It's hard. It's disturbing. So that, that, that mid, could be a yes. Midsommar is far harder, I think, to rewatch than Hereditary. Okay. Agreed. But who knows when I go back and watch it. Here's another one I don't agree with. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 1974. I mean, it's it's gross. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I didn't really want to rewatch it, but now I can. I guess it might be about horror stamina as well. I mean, maybe. Uh, this is another one, a Discord one that we watched. Good night, mommy. <laughs> a lot of people find that disturbing. It was a my, it was my choice, though. I, mm-hmm. I like that movie. I've seen it two, three times. The Innocence. Very disturbing as well. Very disturbing. But I would rewatch it in a heartbeat. Yeah, not. Uh, I don't know if I'd rewatch it, but f- not for the reason. I mean, it was not a good for, movie. Not because it was just terrifying. Yeah. Right. Mother, twenty seventeen. Oh, okay. Darren Aronofsky. Interesting. Again, I know. Interesting pick. Yeah. Speak no evil, twenty twenty two. I have not seen this. Have I seen this? Hmm. It says, one of the most shocking and heinous movies of 2022, which isn't an exaggeration, Danish families invited to the home of a Dutch family they befriend on holiday, whose hospitality eventually turns into something increasingly alarming. I may have seen this, but I don't think it was anything... You didn't remember it as incredibly disturbing, obviously, so <laughs> I've seen it too. I wouldn't necessarily rewatch it, but not for that reason. Yeah, I think I did see it. And then this one, I, I know you, you like Japanese horror. I have not seen this. I think it's, is it Noroi, The Curse? Yeah, it's pretty scary, but yeah, again, I've seen it more than once. Antichrist, 2009, with Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, okay. It's been a million years since I saw that movie, and I never did rewatch it. So okay. maybe, but I don't remember it that way. Uh, this one has... The reputation sort of precedes it, but Itchy the Killer, 2001. Yeah, I've, I've rewatched it uh, two, three times. I have the DVD, but I can absolutely understand why that would be on a list. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike some of the other ones you've said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one I can understand. Th- this one adds up for me, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, this one does not at all. Infinity Pool. Really? 
I that that was not to me. It was just more. It was boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you wouldn't rewatch it for other reasons. I just want to see Mia Goth do something else because I love her, but she keeps playing the same character. Uh, here's one that I agree with, although I know you've watched it a million times, which is Audition. Yeah. I, I, again, I own it. I've watched it several times. I've exposed it to other people. But, uh, but I completely understand why that would be on the list. The Human Centipede 2, haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. But those are, those, those, are are, those are bad. So there They're you go. so bad. Those can be on the list. Yeah, those, sure. those make sense. Ugh. Yeah, they're they're very unpleasant. <laughs> Thank you for that list. We completely agree with most of it. Disagree with most of it. That's right. Let's do let's do a little thing that we like to call Opera version. Ready? Here, I love this. I'm ready. In ancient Egypt. Oh boy. The death penalty was imposed for killing blank. So vague. Okay. <laughs> Number two. In the 18th century, a woman actually convinced doctors that she was giving birth to A, rabbits, B, corn, or C, apples. Okay. Can't wait to hear which ones you made up on that. <laughs> Was the third one apples? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like blanked out. I lost consciousness. Like, what? I lost consciousness on the third choice. Number three. This fictional character is a child serial killer and psychopath who manipulates those around her. She can easily charm and manipulate adults. Mm, I can think of a couple. In the movie. Wait. Oh, in the movie. Yeah. A fictional yeah. character. Yeah. Right. Number four, what was used for blood in Bram Stoker's Dracula? Blood. And then this one's for Shannon, number five. Oh, Jesus. What famous California attraction influenced Kane Hodder to become a stuntman? <laughs> That's my question on so many levels. I know. Aww, you, you can ask him. Aren't you sweet? All right. Hmm. That's interesting. I have a couple of ideas okay. about that one. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the movie Sweetie, You Won't Believe It, which is a 2020 horror comedy that I think just like landed on streaming. And so I ended up throwing it on. That's a callback to when we used to have physical media that we would actually throw on or throw in the DVD player. We don't throw anything anymore. That's just not happening. So I throw things. Yeah, but <laughs> for nefarious reasons. Cool. Daston can no longer stand the constant nagging of his highly pregnant wife and decides to run away for at least one day with his friends. The men go fishing, which would have gone smoothly if not for a series of unforeseen events. So I gave this a two stars. It's very gory, and it's supposed to be a dark comedy. One would think it would be funny, but it's really not. I mean, the trouble I had was that it's gory, so if, if there's some gory stuff to it, which is fun, and... It is darkly, like the setup is is darkly comedic, but I really, really struggled to laugh with this one. 
a lot of people thought it was funny and it's it's certainly bloody certainly like has some thrills and there's certain originalities to it and but man and I don't know if it was just my mood that day or what have mm. you but I guess when you sit down for a com it's just ex extremely mediocre like it tries for gags you see it trying which is always kind of tough you know like yeah it's like there's like gags and jokes and different things that you've seen before in like a hundred films. So it just feels really not very unique in a lot of ways. Uh, yes, of course, there's some unique story points. There almost always is. The CGI is pretty bad. Uh, but like I said, the gore and the kills are pretty decent. So if you're looking for that, then then check it out. The acting is sort of eh, and it's a foreign comedy. So like I and I actually like foreign comedies usually. I mean, it sort of depends. This film is from Kazakhstan, I think. Okay. So it might have just been that the humor wasn't landing for me because this does get some pretty solid reviews. It also gets people saying like similar things to me, but it gets some solid reviews. Like people really like it and think it's funny. And there's just something about it might be the the humor that doesn't really like translate that's hard to me. do yeah it's hard to do movies like that and that for that to translate and actually be funny that's a skill yeah and you and we all have certain cultures we're drawn to where we like and get the humor like irish humor and british humor i get a lot and australian actually movies i get a lot there's a lot of movies from different parts of asia depending on the sensibility there that i think are hilarious so Ah, just didn't land for me. Okay. That's fair. I watched a movie called The Dare from 2019. This one was a uh, horror. It was obviously horror, mystery thriller, it's labeled, but it's really a mental health film. Okay. Uh, a rare family night for Jay takes a brutal twist when he awakens in a basement with three other prisoners as their vengeful captor runs riot, Jay engages in a twisted battle to shove the puzzle to his past and save his family's future. So it starts off and you think you're watching something like Saw, right? Because okay. he ends up in this. And as the story continues, you, without giving too much away, you realize that it's really a movie about how a psychopath is made. Okay. And ironically, I just did a whole episode on Paul Ekman, the the lie detector guy, but you know, he talks about the deranged personality and how that is formed. And we know in psychology that if you combine two things like constant criticism and humiliation with a lack of nurturance, yeah. you're going to create this monster. And so through the story, you are in the, the mind of these victims who are putting the pieces together to realize why they've been kidnapped mm -hmm. and it builds the story around this killer. And so it's really heavy. The movie itself is like, you know, I might give it like two and a half, three stars, but it, it has a really deep um, message that I think is very appropriate to our time in mental health and what we're trying to understand around like school shooters and mm -hmm. the deranged personality and, how it, those these individuals are are made it's not a creation of mental illness or anything like that and so i thought that it, that part of it was interesting the movie was fine 
Yeah, but right. Like the subject matter was more interesting. But the subject to you. matter was interesting. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like I don't really need to see it. No, and it's not something I would watch again. <laughs> but it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was worth your time, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna revisit. It's not. I'm not gonna purchase it or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's usually the. Where do you purchase your stuff in, in like digital purchasing? Yeah, mostly is every now and then there might be something that I want a hard copy of. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, they have that little tactile piece. But overall, it's either Apple or Prime. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And so it'll hypothetically save it for you or whatever. Yeah. Got it. I saw a movie called Consecration 2023. This one I anticipated wanting to see because it's religious horror and that's a subgenre that I dig. And so I finally got around to seeing it. After the alleged suicide of her priest brother, Grace travels to the remote Scottish convent where he fell to his death. Distrusting the church's account, she uncovers murder, sacrilege, and disturbing truth about herself. This movie has Jenna Malone in it. She's the main character. And I know you're not a fan. And I'm not really either. Like, I don't, she isn't someone, I don't dislike her, but she isn't someone where I run right out and see all of her movies type of thing. I am a sucker for religious horror. And so this is my thing. The two stars that I gave it, (laughs) meaning I'm not, I'm not going to watch it again unless I had to. And I would recommend it with a lot of caveat. I see why you don't like her that much from this movie. (laughs) Okay. Uh, it, it was difficult for me to connect to her emotionally. And mm-hmm. this movie would definitely be a movie where you would want to connect emotionally need her to, be to this person because this is literally about like her brother died and she's going to this convent to like figure it out. So that's one issue that I had with it. It's very slow moving and that is not always a problem. As you guys know, like a slow burn religious horror kind of my jam but this no (laughs) this was slow slow and i didn't care but and it's also sort of a murder mystery but it was at a scottish convent it was very beautiful so i enjoyed that Mm -hmm. and i enjoy a murder mystery i enjoyed the idea of her like going there and figuring it out and she's like dressed in nun-ish attire what women have to wear when they're staying in that kind of a monastery, et cetera, convent, when they're actually not a nun, but they're staying in a room there. There's like attire that you wear. And there's this whole piece where she's uncovering her traumatic past. But the slow moving part is the worst part because it's like for the first hour, 45 minutes, an hour, you're just like, what is happening? Uh, mm. You know, you just want some things to start happening. I mean, it's not that the body count doesn't like escalate later. It does. And there's a really great scene with the priest that is there. And I think that's played by uh, Danny Houston. Okay. And He's awesome. He is always awesome. He's been in so many great movies and he always nails it. And he absolutely nails his part in this. So once he's a more bigger part of the story, I really started to very much enjoy (laughs) that part of it. And then it like goes off the rails as far as 
understanding the narrative. This has a very confusing narrative and that takes away from the creep factor. Like I was, like I I was okay with the slow burn. I was okay with like, okay, I'm not really liking her in this role, but Hey, it's my vibe. It's my, like the, the atmosphere was really solid. And then I'm like, Oh, Danny's great. But then it's very like, cosmic in a way like all this starts happening and you're like wait where are we what are we doing now Mm -hmm. what did she just do i don't know it's one of those movies where you have to look up the ending ending explain oh i hate that so that's where it's at okay (laughs) it just took away from the creepy because the slow burn yes it was slow yes it was slow but like i'm used to movies like paying off when they do that okay at least good ones anyway and so i was like okay this is the let me just sink into the atmosphere i like this and then like waiting for shit to start happening so then shit starts happening and then i just what (laughs) so that it does because then it you should be able to just concentrate on the feeling but you're trying to decode it yeah but now i'm like got a furrowed brow going what's (laughs) happening (laughs) i don't understand okay i watched a really bad movie cool called hunt club all right from 2022 i think it was released in 23 though it stars mina savari casper van dien will peltz and mickey rourke oh boy Yeah. It follows a group of male hunters who regularly lure women to their island with the chance to win $100,000 in hunt, only to discover that they are the hunted, but this time they mess with the wrong girls and must deal with the consequences. Okay, so here's the issue I had with this film. Like when you said, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I'm wondering what's going on, which is taking away from maybe what I should be feeling. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to know whether this movie is intentionally made as like all really heavy tropes and it's supposed to have this tongue in cheek kind of feel or theme or am I supposed to be taking this very seriously? Yeah. Oh God. The voice was off then, I guess. So it's a female director with two male writers. And the reason why that's a big deal for a movie like this is because the movie essentially is about toxic masculinity and how the overcorrection of men who are now defying against the fact that like, I don't know, they could be more sensitive or that the, you know, the world is allowing them to tap into their emotions. So Casper Van Dien's character is like, do you realize that we can't hear the word masculine anymore without the word toxic next to it? And so it's this group of men who are basically trying to reclaim masculinity through the lens of toxic masculinity that they're not seeing that way, right? And the only way to do that is to prove to society by, you know, killing women. They're the top of the food chain. And um, he has, Casper Van Dien has a son who is more of this century and is more sensitive and he's basically like i'm going to take you on this hunt to make a man out of you this movie could have been the what they were trying to do with it it could have been powerful but it became Mm. so awful and cheesy to the point where you're like i'm not even rooting for the women because the acting is so bad oh no 
everyone is unlikable and the way that it, and, and the fight scenes look like something that I could have made in my backyard. Oh no. That it's like, execution and I don't really think bad. I was expecting it to be amazing. Like I said, I was looking for some just, no. you know, whatever movies these last couple of weeks, but it was embarrassingly bad. I mean, and you were drawn to watching that movie for some reason, obviously it sounds like a good premise. It, the premise was good. The The trailer was inviting. And I'm like, well, let's give it a shot. Let's see what they're going to do with this. You know, is it going to be, you know, just a, a revenge fantasy where these women, but the dialogue and the writing is so over the top that the women are overcorrected as feminists and the men are overcorrected as toxically masculine to the oh, point where God. it's like, it's too much all across. Like, I I understand the woke statement, but they went a little bit, everyone sucks they woke up and then they died died <laughs> <laughs> they woke up and then spontaneously it's just, i don't understand why it was made uh, that's oh, just gotcha. like, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> fair i mean fair yeah. somebody thought it was going to be great it just sounds like the execution got like real yeah, bad, real yeah, bad yeah, in the yeah. script maybe yeah the script was not good okay <laughs> all right so we're gonna get the answers mm. to a little thing we like to call the anesthetized version. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, in ancient Egypt, the death penalty was imposed for killing blank. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I would hope many things. Oh, but obviously this is funny uh, or yeah. horrifying <laughs> <laughs> for killing animals cats cats i was close considered sacred and protected homes against venomous that creatures was the kathy question so that's why i said animals yeah if you killed way. a cat you, that you're done and i agree yes <laughs> okay number two in the 18th oh, century this a woman actually convinced doctors that she was giving birth to rabbits corn or apples <laughs> corn Corn. Oh my gosh! Okay, I guess. Well, I have a back. Uh, I can explain this. So, <laughs> thank God, Mary Toft, I th believe her name was, or Taft, reportedly gave birth to up to nine. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the answer was rabbits. Excuse me, not corn. Oh, rabbits. Fine. Mary Taft reportedly gave birth to up to nine rabbits until doctors found out she had been manually inserting the rabbits. To make the delivery look as realistic as possible. I need to know the motivations. <laughs> I don't. We don't we don't know, but this is my question. Yes. So she stuck and them I up there and then you gave thought birth. the answer was corn. <laughs> I forgot. Well, I said corn. I forgot to circle it. Because Good thing I had the backstory. That'd be a harder sell. <laughs> the rabbits. <laughs> no, no, really. It's corn. Isn't it's it the harvest. Isn't it? Doesn't it look like me? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. These poor rabbits. Okay, number three. The fictional, this fictional character is a child serial killer and psychopath who manipulates those around her. She can easily charm and manipulate adults. Well, I was thinking of Jodie Foster's character in that movie. Oh, that's, well, which one? Uh... I have to look up the name of it. Are you mm. thinking of Brooke Shields? Down and the Alice? road oh. and around the corner or whatever. That oh, that's a good called. guess. This one is actually um, wrote a pro, uh, penmark in The Bad Seed. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That one too. 
What was used for blood in Bram Stoker's Dracula? Mm, I don't know. Real blood? Yes. A lot of real blood. <laughs> Red jelly. Red jelly. Number five. What famous California attraction influenced Kane Hodder to become a stuntman? Uh, the Water World attraction at Universal? In fact, it was the one that was there before Water World, okay. which was the Wild Wild West there stunt you show. Go. Okay. Yep. And then Waterworld came in and took over that. Yeah. I made it, might have seen that when I was a kid. I don't know. I did. It was a fun one. I thought yeah. it was, Waterworld was cool, but the Wild Wild West was like. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, now that you're saying that, I'm sure I've seen guns that. Guns going off. Yeah, I remember falling, falling off the rails. Off the, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Good job, Kane. as always. <clears throat> Thank you so much for that. Corn. I'm going to go with corn. Corn, as yes. the answer to that. So. <laughs> it looks like me. I, <laughs> <laughs> and then apples like that's what i like i see it's like kathy i see kathy thinking rabbits is the answer and then she goes for a vegetable and a fruit <laughs> as the other <laughs> answers not like other animals but as if vegetables like really corn okay. <laughs> corn and then i'm like corn as a joke and you're like yes I think I wanted it to be corn. Yes. I wanted it and to I'm be like, corn. Really? Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the explanation for this one. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. This has been an episode of Dare Talk. My name is Shannon. And I'm corn. Sleep safe, everyone. <laughs>